All right, guys, a lot of dads lose their cool when they're parenting. And we yell because it feels like it's the only way for our kids to listen to us. But we almost always regret it. So if you wish you had a better way to put your foot down, you want to download the new podcast roadmap. We went back, found the 10 episodes that are going to train you to stop losing your temper. You listen to them in order, you let the lesson sink in, and within 10 days, you're going to start to be that calm, level-headed guy that your wife and kids respect. So head to thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. It's simple to use, it's free, and everyone in your house is going to be better for it. Thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. This is the Durable Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Geary. This show is going to give you the skills and tools you need to be a rock-solid man for your work, your community, and most importantly, your family. All right, what's up, guys? Episode number 37. It's Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody here in the United States of America. I... uh I'm going to play in a turkey bowl Thanksgiving morning, so pretty pumped about that. The you know, classic tradition of old men getting together to relive their high school football days uh, for a few hours Thanksgiving morning. So I'm pumped. I, I played in this same turkey bowl with a bunch of dudes last year, and my knees hurt for about a month afterwards, so... This year, I'm preparing a little bit more. I'm getting my knees ready. I've been moving laterally in the backyard, running backwards. <laughs> I like to prepare for these kinds of things, prepare my body, and also remember that I'm not uh, 20 anymore. The feelings come back, though, right? The, when we play, when we have fun, that... uh childlike excitement can stir up. So looking forward to the Turkey Bowl on Thursday, pumped about the holidays. And that kind of takes us into what we're talking about today. And that's how to be a man over the holidays. And when I say be a man, I mean, be an emotionally mature man, be a leader, be the dad that has fun and is engaged over the holidays. Because you know, our kids, whether they're really young or even if they're in their teens and their 20s, like it's an opportunity for our family to come together, do some traditions, make some new traditions and memories, and we want to be engaged. And what I'm going to hone in on here are family gatherings and some tactics to create a good experience for yourself and everyone that's around you in family gatherings, because these kinds of gatherings can be emotionally packed, right? Some family dynamics are really complicated. Maybe your family dynamics are pretty clean and everything goes on without a hitch. Awesome. That's great. It's totally normal. And I think a lot of families are like that. And it's totally normal for families to have issues with each other and have more of those complicated dynamics. And when we're in a house together, wherever you're getting your family together, that tight proximity can stir up some emotions. And we want to have a good time with our family, but it's not always easy. 
This quote from Ram Das really hits home for me. It's, if you think you're enlightened, try spending a week with your family. And so we're not going to talk about that healing today of the old stories and all that baggage we bring along. What we're going to talk about today is these family gatherings are not the place to stir up those old family issues and the underlying problems that we have with each other. Family gatherings are a time to connect, laugh, have fun, eat some good food, have a couple drinks. Sometimes when we are triggered by everyone in our family or by some people, we'll have too many drinks. And we want to try to avoid that. That's not one of the tips I'm going to go over, but that's always just a good practice. Don't drink too much and don't eat too much. I The latter for me, the eat too much, that's, that's my thing. That's what I'm working on right now. So I'll try not to eat too much while I'm celebrating Thanksgiving. All right, so let's dive into the tactics. Number one is to prepare for the worst. Marcus Aurelius, Stoic philosopher, emperor of Rome, has this quote in his meditations. Say to yourself early in the morning, I shall meet today ungrateful, violent, treacherous, envious, uncharitable men. Now, it sounds a little harsh. Maybe there's no one in your family that's violent or treacherous. Maybe there's someone that is. But the point here is that instead of hoping awkward conversations don't happen, hoping that the topic of politics doesn't come up around the family, hoping that grandma doesn't say something really inappropriate, isn't helpful. What Marcus Aurelius is saying here is anticipate that that kind of stuff's going to happen and that kind of stuff is going to be brought up. Because when we can anticipate it and we kind of visualize that, how do we want to respond? How do we want to handle ourselves? And it reminds me of one of my buddies. His dad had anger issues growing up, still kind of has that now. And he was at a family gathering and he knows the patterns that happen at his family. His dad's going to say something to his sister, and my buddy gets really angry and defensive because he thinks issues with his sister are because of how his dad parented, and he'd flip out at his dad. And it's not helpful. And actually what it's doing is perpetuating that generational pattern of not being able to handle your anger in a healthy way. What kind of example are you setting for your kids that are probably around the house somewhere also? So before he went to the next family gathering, he visualized what would happen and what might happen and how he wanted to respond. And his response was, take a breath and walk away. Right? He knew that he would start gritting his teeth, that his anger would start bubbling up in him, and his action was to walk away. Right, That's changing that generational pattern and not making the same mistakes or handling our emotions the same way as our parents did. All right, so that's number one, prepare for the worst. Number two, prepare to be thoughtful. Set yourself up to have good conversations. And this is thinking about the people that are going to be there, thinking about what you know about them, what you know about their life right now, and being ready to ask them some questions about it. And it sounds a little networky, maybe overdoing it, but you're actually being really thoughtful 
about the person. You want to have a good time with them. You want to make a connection with them. Like if your sister-in-law's mom was sick last year, check in. How's your mom doing? You know, if your mom hangs out with her sister once in a while, your aunt, and you haven't seen your aunt in a while, check in with your mom. How's this person doing? Have you seen this person in a while? So prepare to be thoughtful. That's number two. Number three, leverage the power of games. So this one at a family gathering, playing a game is such a good hack to laughter, right back to the when I was talking about the turkey bowl, a little more fun, a little more lightness, levity to the environment. So when Aunt Joe pulls out a game to play with everybody, don't shut down. Don't give me like, ah, and be the grouch. Engage. Play the game. Have fun with it. You know, it's, it's a way to enjoy the family gathering. Number four, step outside. So this is really when the tension builds up and the tension mounts. My grandma is super fun, really awesome, awesome grandma. And she can get under people's skin with just like two quick sentences. And this happens at family parties. And I wasn't at this family party. I was living in Colorado, sitting around the dining room table at Thanksgiving. My grandma said a couple words to my cousin. It was a subject that was raw for him. He felt, you know, that tightness and his jaw clench up and didn't say anything. She said something again. And I guess my dad was kind of there and saw what was happening. And he was just like, hey, let's step outside. And they stepped outside and my cousin got to vent a little bit that fresh, cold air, breathe it in, feel good. And you know, it just made that family gathering a little bit better. So stepping outside is tip number four. Even if it's cold out, put on a couple layers. When you start to feel worked up, remove yourself physically from the room. And it's another good way to manage your emotions in a mature way. Number five, Memento Mori. So Memento Mori is a term that the Stoics practice and repeat, and it means remember death. Because the point is when you remember your death, you remember the shortness of life and the impermanence of life, and you start living more right now. You start appreciating things. You start prioritizing what's really important to you. When you're on your deathbed, you're not worried about little squabbles. And in this case, we're actually going to remember the people in our lives' death. Right? Our grandmas are only going to be here for so long. Our parents are only going to be here for so long. How do we want to spend our time with them right now? What do we want to think about them right now? We want to love them. It can help us really remember how all the little shit doesn't really matter. And, you know, we have some drama inside us. They have some drama inside them. But when they're older and they're on their deathbed or you're at their funeral, how do you want to remember this Thanksgiving? Do you want to remember it as the Thanksgiving that you didn't talk to people and you didn't engage and you drank too much? Or do you want to remember it as connecting with the people that matter the most to you and giving them hugs and smiling at them and laughing with them. 
Memento Mori. That's number five. So those are the five tactics, tips. They are, I'll repeat them, prepare for the worst. Visualize what might happen. Number two, prepare to be thoughtful. Number three, leverage the power of games. Number four, step outside. Number five, memento mori. All right, so family parties throughout the holidays are not the place to resolve problems. They're not the place to bring up those difficult issues. If other people are digging them up, we want to be the man in the room. And these tips are going to help. If things get heated, you're the one that gets to change historical patterns, generational patterns that lead to more dysfunction in our family. All right. So that's what I got for you guys. If you know someone that needs to hear this message over the holidays, this might land for them. Share it, please share the podcast with them. They would appreciate it. I would appreciate it and have a happy Thanksgiving. I'll catch you guys next week.